Welcome to Dalswood Health Talks. This talk is about flu or influenza and the flu vaccination. It's the 2018 flu season, which marks 100 years since the 1918 flu epidemic, which was estimated to affect about a half of the world's population, killing between 40 and 50 million people worldwide. In Europe, the flu season runs from October to April, peaking between December and February. In the UK, on average, 600 people die each year from complications of flu, but this can rise to over 10,000 as it did in 2013-14. Flu is a highly infectious disease caused by influenza virus, which can be very dangerous for those at greater risk of complications. Flu symptoms are more severe and last longer than a common cold, typically starting with a sudden high fever, headache, general body aches and pains, tiredness, sore throat, cough, running nose, sneezing, and sometimes a tummy upset. It's the complications of these symptoms that are most dangerous, sometimes resulting in pneumonia, ear infections, meningitis, or even sepsis. And these can happen in anyone, but are more common in at-risk groups. Flu is an RNA virus, and can mutate or change rapidly over time, making it very difficult to predict which types or subtypes will be circulating at any one time or area. As with most viruses, we have very little to treat flu, making vaccination the only practical and effective means of managing the disease. There are four types of flu, but only types A and B are of significance, with A being the most dangerous. Every year in February, the World Health Organization makes a prediction of which strains will be circulating so that vaccines can be produced in time for the flu season. The flu virus is present in droplets when we cough or sneeze and is very hardy, surviving outside the body for about 24 hours. This makes it very easy to spread, either when airborne or when it settles on handrails, door handles, keyboards, food and drinks, etc. It's thought that about one in three people infected will not show any signs, but can still pass it on to others, and those that do develop symptoms remain infectious for between one and two weeks. Unfortunately, children are most vulnerable to flu and are more likely to pass it on. Given the method by which flu is spread, those people that work in childcare or teaching, public-facing roles, work closely with customers such as shops and restaurants, especially in confined areas such as aircrafts or public transport. Those working in a shared office environment or that travel a lot stand a much higher chance of being exposed to flu. Those at greatest risk of complications are babies under six months. However, they're too young to receive the vaccine. Older people, pregnant women and those with long-term conditions are also at risk. The NHS provides a flu vaccination to those 65 and over by the end of the flu season, pregnant women, people living in a long-stay care home or care facility, children aged two before the start of the flu season, up to those in year five at school, and all people over six months of age with a long-term health condition, which includes asthma, when you're using an inhaled steroid. The inhalers are usually red, brown, or purple in colour or have needed hospital admission for their asthma, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, emphysema or chronic bronchitis, bronchiectasis, chronic heart disease such as heart failure, chronic kidney disease, chronic liver disease such as hepatitis, chronic neurological conditions such as Parkinson's, motor neuron disease, multiple sclerosis and learning disabilities, diabetes, those with a BMI over 40 or have had problems with their spleen or a splenectomy, a weakened immune system due to HIV or steroid tablets, chemotherapy, sickle cell, anemia and celiac disease. 
This is not an exhaustive list and it's always an issue of clinical judgment by your doctor. So if you have any queries, then it's important you speak to them. It's also offered to the main carer for someone who is elderly or disabled, or if you live with someone who is immunocompromised. It's also offered to health and social care workers, but this is the responsibility of their employer to arrange and pay for. A common concern about flu vaccine is regarding egg allergy. This is because the flu virus used to make the vaccine is produced in eggs. The process of making the vaccine means that there are extremely low levels of egg protein or ovalbumin. There are varying amounts of ovalbumin in different vaccines, but unless you have had a reaction that requires intensive care, then you'll be able to have the vaccination in a clinic outside of a hospital. This year, there are three types of flu vaccine, live and inactive, both are quadrivalent, and adjuvant trivalent, each having their own advantages and disadvantages, which form the basis of this year's recommendations. If you're interested, I'll explain a little bit more about vaccinations at the end of this talk. The live vaccine is given as a nasal spray called Fluenz Tetra. It's licensed for children from two years to less than 18 years old. It doesn't require an injection and, like all live vaccines, has some restrictions on who can have it. It should not be given to those who are severely immunocompromised or will be in contact with someone for at least two weeks after the vaccine that is immunocompromised, which includes people on chemotherapy or recent organ transplant. It should not be given 28 days before or after another live vaccine, but it can be given at the same time as another live vaccine. It should not be given to children with a history of severe anaphylaxis to eggs, needing intensive care, or to children receiving aspirin. It's not recommended for children with severe asthma or active wheezing, and it will not work with a blocked or running nose at the time of vaccination. The obvious advantage of this vaccine is that it is given as a spray. However, the downside is that you are more likely to have side effects, with more than 1 in 10 people experiencing headaches, feeling generally unwell, loss of appetite or running nose, up to 1 in 10 having a high temperature or aching muscles, and up to 1 in 100 getting a rash, nosebleed or allergic reaction. The quadrivalent vaccine has multiple manufacturers, with most having a very low ovalbumin, which is safe in all but those who have required intensive care for an egg allergy. It is licensed from 6 months of age and is given as an injection. It protects against 4 strains of flu, which is more beneficial for younger people and of all these vaccines has the lowest incidence of side effects, the most common being injection site soreness. It's recommended for people at increased risk of flu that could not have the nasal spray, or are over 18 and less than 65 years old. The adjuvant trivalent vaccine, called Fluad, is licensed for the use in people 65 years and older. Following the 2016-17 season, where the standard vaccination was ineffective, the addition of an adjuvant, a chemical that enhances the body's response to the vaccine, makes it more effective in this age group. There is no quadrivalent version, but it is felt to be less important as type B flu is less common in the elderly. The adjuvant used is called MF59, which consists mostly of a naturally occurring squalene oil. Given that this chemical is designed to increase the body's response to the vaccine, it is no surprise that it has slightly higher incidence of uh, injection site reactions, but otherwise shares a similar side effect profile to the quadrivalent vaccines. So, 
To summarise, flu is a very common seasonal illness affecting thousands of people each year, resulting in significant cost to business and the health economy, and to a few far more serious consequences. The flu vaccine is our best tool to reduce the severity and spread of the disease, and represents a very cost-effective way to keep you and your colleagues well through the winter months. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you found this helpful. For those who want to know a bit more, vaccinations work by warning our immune system of what to look out for, allowing us to build antibodies that can identify and attack the virus as soon as we're exposed to it. If you've not been given this advanced warning, it can take several days for your body to develop enough antibodies to defend itself, by which point the virus has started to multiply and cause the disease. Our immune system makes antibodies to an antigen, which is some part of the virus our body can identify. The difficulty in making a vaccine is finding a part of the virus our immune system will reliably recognise, but won't cause us to react too severely to it in the first place. Taipei flu is the most problematic, being the most complex. On the surface of each flu A virus, there are two types of protein that allow the virus to invade our cells. These are known as H and N. There are 18 types of H and 11 N proteins, making a possible 198 variants of flu A. Of these, 144 are currently infecting humans, and they can all mutate, causing antigen drift. Further to that, the strains can combine to make new strains, causing antigen shift. Unfortunately, due to high mutation rates of these RNA viruses, the vaccine formulation is effective for at most about a year, which is the reason for needing a new one each time. Combine this with the six months it takes to mass-produce the vaccine, it's no wonder that some years the vaccine is not as effective as others. Despite this, about 9 out of 10 years the vaccine matches the strain circulating. The variability part explains why across all age groups the vaccine prevents about 52.4% of flu in 2015-16 and 39.8% in 2016-17. And that year the vaccine didn't work at all for those over 65, which is the reason why we're using the adjuvant vaccine this year. Fortunately that year the childhood flu vaccination program had started, which reduced the spread of the flu and the potential impact of that strain. This is something called herd immunity. When significant numbers of people are vaccinated, the spread of the disease can be reduced or stopped. The other strategy to improve the chance of the vaccine working has been to increase the number of strains covered. Traditionally, the flu vaccine has been trivalent, containing three strains, but more recently, quadrivalent vaccines have been produced containing four strains. On average, the flu vaccine is about 50% effective. This year, there are two type A and two type B strains, which are Type A Michigan 45 2015 H1N1, Type A Singapore INF IMH 160019 2016 H3N2, a Type B Colorado 06 2017, and a Type B Phuket 3073 2013. The first three strains are in this year's trivalent vaccine, and all four are in the quadrivalent vaccine. If you'd like to know more about flu, please look up the Vaccine Knowledge Project by Oxford University, Public Health England, NHS.UK, and the World Health Organisation. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you found this useful.